0: Welcome to episode 47 of Lost Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Hi, guys. Uh, so what are, uh, what's are our topics today? Fabian? if you want to start, please.
1: Hello. Thanks. So um, I want to talk about this uh, paper that went out a couple of weeks ago. Um, since since the beginning of VR, there are a lot of uh, studies about VR, uh, like the benefits of VR and also the limitations. And I, I think it's interesting to see that as uh, mixed reality devices are getting more and more popular, especially with the release of the beta Quest Three, and uh, the release of the PerVision Pro that uh, also um, is uh, <laughs> getting a lot of popularity. Um, it's interesting to see that uh, uh, other uh, research is uh, going out. And here, uh, what they wanted to do is to research the issues and uh, uh, potential psychological implications of uh, mixed reality. So here in this specific case, what they are looking at is a path through video. So um, it's, you know, what's the Apple Vision Pro does. What the Quest 3 is doing is uh, using cameras to uh, reproduce the reality into screens. Um, so let's uh, see what they are um, discussing. Uh, basically, what they did is they used the uh, Quest Three um, over a period of a couple of weeks, and uh, they just uh, explained their findings uh, of using this uh, headset for a long period of time. So uh, the first one is um, they are very positive about the mixed reality, like they tried uh, as everybody may maybe the um first encounter game that we showcased a couple of months ago at the release of the quest 3 which is a very nice game Uh, but so for most of them they had a very strange feeling um caused by the distortion and had issues with distance separation. You can see them trying to do a high five or trying to touch an object uh, and having issues at the first try to actually uh, uh, success at, at the first try. Um, so They also try to go from a dark place to a very uh, bright place. Like you go from inside to outside and the, Obviously, the adaptation is even more difficult than uh, with the with our eyes. Um, something that is interesting to see is that like they all report motion sickness, even in uh, mixed reality. Um, they also report uh, an obvious reduction of the field of view. And something, the last point, which I think is uh, maybe the the one that I would like to uh, discuss further is the the feeling of um, what they call a social absence, so like being disconnected from the people that you are seeing uh, in the mixed reality view. Um, so that's the first one, first part. Um, so, I would like to bring a, a bit of nuance into this um, observation that they are doing. So, first, they, are, they used only the Quest 3 uh, in their testing, it seems, from what I understood from the paper. And <clears throat> I mean, we all know that the pass through of the Quest 3 is not perfect. Um, and the, the one from the Apple Vision Pro seems to be much better. So, you know, uh, hopefully, with the Technological improvement that this device will see over the next few years. We'll see less distortion, uh, lower latency, so hopefully uh, less motion sickness, better field of view. So hopefully all of these um, uh, negative uh, issues will uh, disappear. The only one that uh, um, I'm also um, curious about is that social absence feeling um, from the Apple Vision Pro uh, reviews, we can see that uh, the eyesight feature has kind of uh, mixed pun intended uh, reviews. So some people find it's very cool. Some others think it's not compelling enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, is this feature Will the, sorry, will this feature be enough to kind of alter this uh, sense of um, of a social absence? And uh, finally, I want to show a quote that uh, they put in the paper. So um, they mentioned all of these issues and they say, okay, what, what can we do about it? And they say, maybe we should uh, ask for a better regulation. And, and moderation of these devices. And it's funny to see, they say, like, uh, and I quote, given that these strategies have failed epically with smartphone, we are not optimistic. So uh, I thought it was kind of uh, sarcastically funny in a way. Um, so yeah, that's uh, the, the paper. I, I had a look at it today, and uh, I'm really curious to uh, See your feedback. So, uh, Seb, uh, what do you think about all
2: this? I can talk about the social absence. Uh, I think I felt it uh, during meetings uh, while wearing the headset and explaining what it does, how to interact with it. Only that, even, even introducing what the, the person I will hand the headset uh, to will have to look at, uh, even that I felt like I was not there with them and they tend to talk to someone else while I was trying to explain something, so even then they were not um, taking me seriously when I was talking with Yataton. Maybe it's part of the fact that the Quest tree looks weird uh, when you wear it, it doesn't look nice, uh, Compared to Vision Pro, where it's where it's more like a, a, a real Google and uh, looks like a ski uh, uh, a ski Google, uh, so and we are more used to look at someone wearing goggles like that than than something weird with three cameras in the front, obviously positioned and obviously visible, so. My feeling that it will be a bit better on that part for the for the vision pro because um, yeah the person wearing the headset may believe that he looks cool with it and and the other person can think the same uh, when looking at at them so I think it will help um, and then for the for the other feeling of motion sickness uh, reduction of field of view. Uh, um, uh, I think the, the reduction of field of view will be a m- um, bigger issue on the on the Vision Pro, and it's really smaller than the Quest 3. <clears throat> but the motion exit test comes a lot from the distortion that you get uh, when you put your, your hand in front of, uh, of your headset and you start to see weird lines and weird change in the environment. That at least that's what really uh, give me some weird uh, sensation. and. Also, one issue with the Quest 3 is that there is not a processor to a specific one uh, on the, the video and the, the pass-through. So if your application tends to be heavier and heavier, start to get laggy, and then your video pass-through starts to get laggy, and that's where it's completely unusable. <coughs> and that's where I get a lot of motion sickness myself. I'm quite sensible to this. Hmm.
1: And do you think that the eyesight uh, feature can reduce this uh, feeling of social absence or is it just a a gimmick?
2: Apparently it's so weird that doesn't give the... the... It has been built for this but apparently it's uh, not working that well so it's more in the uncanny valley uh, sensation than uh, anything else so it doesn't help the social absence on this part i think okay cool uh
1: guillaume i'm sure you have uh, a lot of things to say about it (laughs) (laughs) well
0: i uh, i i too have some things to say it's that uh i'm i'm quoting someone uh, about the the Apple Vision Pro is that it could be the best uh experience you have with the pass-through. At the end of the day, you are still looking at screens uh, with all the the problem that it causes. Uh especially that uh yeah you you have something in front of your eye blocking you from the real world. Uh, so I I understand the 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 presence issue uh Uh, which is very, uh, which is a bummer because presence is the key for immersion. So uh, could we be completely immersed in a video path-through? That is a great question, I guess. Uh, And uh, the other thing is about, uh, you know, the the stereoscopic effect. Um, You can, yeah, there are more and more reviews of people uh, using the Apple Vision Pro uh, like daily, uh, that have some issue getting back their uh, stereoscopic feeling uh, after the the uh, a long period of use of the of the uh, Apple Vision Pro. They are talking about fifteen to twenty minutes uh, when they are they say have some trouble getting objects or feeling weird, dizzy, um, because of course uh, the stereoscopic effect is just. Uh, a trick uh a brain trick for us to 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 get the 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 depth uh and of course it requires uh, adaptation um, we know we we had this kind of issue with vr uh, back in the day for people that were using vr for a long period of time as well and we know that uh, the brain can adapt uh, once it's used to it gets used to to these um feeling of uh, using screens but uh, once again a little disclaimer for young people using this kind of headsets uh, it is known that you shouldn't be using VR or AR or pass through headsets uh, till you have uh, it's 12 or 13 because your uh, stereoscopic vision is uh, building so if you are using too much uh, VR headsets or AR headsets you can Mess up your uh, depth uh, perception and vision for when you are adult. So be very careful with that. Uh, uh, w- one thing I saw, which is quite un- quite funny, that on the one hand it can be troubling for us to see depths and be uh, provoke some kind of uh, discomfort, but on the other hand, I saw someone. I don't know if it's fake or whatever because we have to be very cautious right now with the apple vision pro is it was someone was that uh said that they they were blind or big bay- like uh not seeing much <laughs> and once they put on the apple vision pro they they increase their sight by a lot because as they are they are the skins are very close to their eyes they were able to see depths and uh, stuff that were uh, very far from them that they shouldn't be able to see in the normal use case. So very interesting to see that it could be used in uh, in a medical field as well, uh, maybe on a daily basis for for people to have uh, better better daily lives uh, on the uh, on the spectrum of people that are that have uh, issues with their uh, vision. so uh, yeah it can be good on one side and not on the other it depends on on the use case as always so uh, yeah I, i'm not sure the the uh, the more we we are experiencing it and seeing what the technology pr- can provide i'm not very sure that the video pass through is a solution for for ar or mixed reality. it uh, it can be a great solution for adoption but yeah we we all know that uh, the grail is uh, having the, the the simple glasses with the information inside of them. but yeah, uh, we'll see what uh, what can be done on this.
1: Yeah, I saw someone arguing that uh, for now, Apple has chosen the uh, pass-through solution um because this is the uh best experience that they can deliver with today's technology but that ultimately their uh their vision is to uh, to go to the AR uh so the hololens type um headset um and uh, that that I forgot who who was saying that but uh they were quoting uh uh, Tim Cook, and he was always speaking about AR, 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 AR. So I don't know if it's just like uh, selling team information or if it's an actual uh, correct prediction. But um, I think it's interesting yeah, to think that ultimately the goal is to uh, have something that is better than the, the pass-through but with like a transparent uh, screens. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so, so a lot of people saying that they had issues looking at their phone and, and trying to read it uh, when wearing the headset, and they were not capable of uh, focusing on it. Uh, it seems to really depends on, on the user, um, but I uh, would we'll be keen to know how much people are considering it's good and they don't have any. Issue when removing the headset, and the other one that have a lot of issue of uh, looking at, at things and uh, have issue when they remove the headset. Hmm.
0: Okay, so Fabian, do you have do you have something more? No. Oh, good. Okay. So Fabian,
2: it's your uh, Seb, It's your turn. All right. Um, and this week, I wanted to talk about the brilliant lab frame that had been announced uh, last week. I think um, it's not uh, completely an air glasses, uh, but it sees through with information displayed on, on the glass, uh, and it's all about AI. So you have a one camera, a small camera, in, uh, on the center of the frame. It's not for tracking the environment. It's more to uh, detect and react to the environment. So being able to, and, and also there is a microphone, of course, to ask questions and get some some feedback in the in the glasses. So there is no video of actually showing how it looks like really inside the the head the, the glasses, but that the kind of information that. Seems to be display. I guess they are smaller than that because uh, if you display that in front of your eyes, uh, you won't be able to read anything. So it's completely fake in this video. But that uh, the idea is here to too, more to show the kind of information you can get and how you you can interact with the glasses, not how it will look like. So that's a very small. Form Factor, uh, not that expensive. They uh, plan to ship it uh, on the 15th of uh, mid-April uh, at $349. So not that expensive, but then uh, do we need an AI, AI glasses connecting all the time to, to our head? Uh, I don't know, maybe it's a new usage. Uh, we'll see uh, if it comes trendy or not. But at least their glasses look cool, and. From what they say in their presentation, the, the rendering on, on that glasses seems to be uh, quite quite good, uh, good quality uh, uh, see-through uh, screen. So, yeah, Guillaume, I don't know if you saw the news and if you had any feedback on
0: No, that. I didn't see that uh, about the, the, you know, the, the use, of an AI assistant on a daily basis. I have more and more colleagues doing so. So uh, they are like uh, talking to their phone in their pocket, and the AI is answering back. So I guess the use case is uh, becoming more and more present. So I guess it could be because we we um, we talked about it. The small assistant with the camera, which seems seems to be a scam, uh, it. It made some kind of burst because some people were uh, willing to use these kind of devices. So I guess the AI glasses like Assistant could be something uh, in the near future, uh, depending on the the fact or what the glasses the can bring uh, to the table. Uh, if it's just uh yeah the the quality has to be here if you want good these uh, kind of uh, devices to to win some uh market share so we'll see uh yeah i'm very surprised by the form factor especially if you have uh two the two glasses are augmented if i can say uh the battery seems to be very small so i don't know the the about the the length of use. We know that uh, the Apple Vision Pro with the battery pack is only <laughs> less than one, uh, one hour and a half or two hours max. Uh, so I guess regarding the size of the battery, or maybe they are using a very low consumption uh, display. So we'll see. Yeah, we, we don't have much information. But the fact that right. the form factor is very, very small is very impressive at this point.
2: Hmm. In terms of rendering, they are just rendering uh text and, and small images in the center of the screen. There is no tracking, mm-hmm. no yeah. nothing done with the camera except uh sending it to the phone and, and having the phone uh do the AI search and stuff like that. There is an app on your on your phone for this. But there is a CPU, but they don't announce anything about that, but what is doing, if there is any Huge processor on that that I adopt it doing anything except uh, sharing the information and maybe treating the voice signal and, and uh, the camera signal to send it in a proper way to the phone. But yeah, but I, you I, still I have the, yeah. all the You still have the Bluetooth
0: connection, yeah. which is like battery consuming at some point mm-hmm. as well. So
2: yeah, they announced uh, a daily use for for their glasses. So yeah, we'll see when it's uh, available. Yeah. And they announced also sort of the fact that you can, of of course, add your prescription lenses inside of it when you command it. So, yeah. Fab, any feedback?
1: Um, yeah, I think you, you discussed uh, all the uh, comments that I already had. One thing is a question I have is about the usage um will it become natural for everyone uh, for a lot of people to like uh, discuss alone uh, with an ai assistant um uh, i I know that uh, it can look strange when uh, you hear someone talking but even if they are on the phone, uh, with uh, headphones, it can be strange sometimes. Uh, so like, uh, so I don't know if this kind of usage will uh, will uh, become um, uh, a norm and that will get used to this. Or uh, if, if it still will look uh, uh, strange to, yeah. Uh, again, to have someone talking to... Nothing. <laughs> you
2: yeah, agree. Uh, I think it's maybe a new way of interacting that we are not used to because we are used to keyword. And, uh, but maybe it's uh, for new uh, person starting uh, to interact with your new device. Maybe that's a new way of doing it. We'll, we'll see uh, how trendy it becomes. Um, but I, I forgot to mention also the, uh, one thing that there are open source, and uh, you can enter your own OpenAI uh, account. You have to have an OpenAI account to interact with it, uh, actually, and give you... Uh, yeah, when you start the app to interact with the, the glasses, you have to uh, enter your own OpenAI uh, login and password. So I think that's interesting way of uh, doing this. And uh, just a funny thing is the, the way they did the power supply for the glasses. did differently, <laughs> and that's it for that subject. Uh, do, you want, do you have anything else to, to say about it? Nope. And one other news that I wanted to talk about is this one: the, a company working on trying to find a way to to be able to charge and to to give power supply to uh, a lens. Uh, that would be in the eyes of the user. Right now, it was something there is, there is a lot of things to do on the lenses part, uh, but that was one thing that was bl- uh, blocking is to, to know how to give power supplies to a lens that would be on your on your eyes. And uh, this company is working on doing that by, by adding something on your eyelid and when you blink, it's uh, it's charging the device and providing power supply for the wireless communication uh, with an external device that would be, of course, processing the whatever needs to be displayed in the in the lens. So I wonder how fake this video is, or if it's uh, a real thing. Uh, but uh, it's nice to see that uh, it's something is moving on on this part too now. Is it the right direction to go? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, guys? I...
0: Well, there, there were already a company, there was a company that was doing uh, augmenting lenses. Uh, we know that they stopped their activity last year, I guess, uh, because of technical challenges and the the maturity of the, the technology as well. Uh, it could bring something uh, to to yeah to give a, another shot at this kind of technology, but I think we are far far away from augmenting lenses at this point. Uh, it, it hurts me to to see the poor guy uh, wearing those because these seems to be it, it should be very rigid lenses, and uh, we 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 are seeing his eye completely red at some point. So uh, it shouldn't be it. it it's not very comfortable, I guess. But yeah, we are more and more looking forward to being like cyberpunk and adding some uh, uh, devices directly to our body. So uh, uh, very fun to see that <laughs> at this point. We are we are getting close to, to the science fiction. Uh, but yeah, before getting real high value augmented lenses, I guess we are far away from this.
1: Yeah, I think similar to um, the claimed goal of Neuralink, uh, that is to help people with disease. Um, maybe this could be also a first adoption of these technologies. Um, like as we were seeing before with the uh, someone trying the Apple Vision Pro and uh, seeing seeing... I don't know if it's a white right word, but uh, knowing that they can uh, have b- better vision with this kind of device, maybe uh, this is uh, like the, the they will be ready to wear this kind of devices if that brings them b- uh, back a better vision. So um, hopefully, that's that's one way that uh, this can work.
2: All right I think that's it, that subject. yeah we want to move on on Yes.
0: So uh, we talked about it a few weeks back uh, about Windows uh, willing to uh, decommission or stop the mixed reality support uh, uh, with Windows 11. Uh, that is done uh because uh with the update of uh, february uh, 9th uh it is official that uh, the windows mixed reality won't work anymore uh it includes the mixed reality portal app and the mixed reality support for steam vr which is very surprising uh because when they announced um the this uh yeah this process uh, I thought that they were keeping the Steam VR for, for the headsets to be still working at some point. So, very, very weird that they are just closing everything about Mixed Reality. So, you still have uh, a, a small support for Steam until November 2026. But uh, from that date, your Mixed Reality headset is just a brick. So, very, very weird uh, strategy. Because I just checked out the latest we, we know that the mixed reality um, initiative is uh, started in 2015. Uh, it tops at uh, 2016 so yeah you can say it's it's a long uh, long time ago but I checked out and the latest mixed reality uh, compatible VR headset is the uh, HP reverb j2. Uh, Yes, there is version 1 and version 2, and it uh, was released in 2020, 2021. You could still buy those headsets in 2022 on the HP store, so it's like two years ago. So very strange that, uh, yeah, it seems to be a new trend for uh, a company like uh, Meta did the same with the Quest. Um, transforming the product that you bought into bricks because they're just willing, uh, they are not willing to to support it anymore. So very, very weird way of you not being able to use your devices. Uh, so yeah, uh, I don't really like this trend. Uh, as a uh, as a retro gamer, uh, I don't that I would be enjoying the fact that all my consoles are not working anymore at some point uh, because we should be able to, to use all the devices. Um, so my uh, only hope is that some, yeah, uh, some developer in the community uh, would be able to, to provide new drivers for it to, to work back, uh, like, the, like we did with the, the Kinect, for example we still have uh, the ability to to use the older versions of Kinect uh, because some developers uh, did their work and uh, created the, the appropriate driver. so uh, i'm a bit' a bit sad because this is a headset I'm using the most for development, so uh, I don't know what we what what can be done with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. so what what do you think about this especially this trend of uh, big company? Like just deciding uh, that they are not supporting devices anymore and making them like useless.
1: Yeah, that's um, that's an unfortunate, not unfortunate trend. And I know, like Google, uh, not really on the hardware, but on the on the software side, uh, were also very uh, keen to just drop uh, projects like this. Um, but I'm. Um, I'm very really curious about the reasons, like why they are doing that. Um, is it something that is difficult to maintain for them, or are they just not seeing any future in this kind of um, usage uh, for the headsets? Um, it's uh, it's it's really strange. I, I don't know if you uh, uh, if you have some hints at like the reasons behind behind this or it's just like, you know, too complex to maintain. Goodbye.
3: Well no. should I check this out? announced it like uh, in 't work so I don't <laughs> uh, of playing their uses that that's says you can uh delay them for so Aware of this backtracking uh this point, but uh, yeah, I think, um, to maintain. A- stuff. months after buying one and starting developing on it, they announced that it was canceled. Um, Magic
2: Clip did the same with the first one. It's obsolete mm-hmm. now. Uh, so, yeah, it seems to be a trend that...
0: Uh, yeah, just we, uh, just like... to, to add to the, the weird situation, is that they, they just released a Microsoft Mesh uh, like a month ago for companies, um, which is a feature for you to have vr support in teams Uh, they are selling the solution you have a uh, a subscription for you to to use this kind of uh of uh, features uh and this is very weird because the microsoft mixed reality headsets was the best way of doing this because you just had to plug your headset on and it was recognized and you can launch the teams uh, team mesh uh, automatically learn. now I don't know how what would be the process, but you it won't be that easy with the Oculus uh, because well, basically this is the main headset now but uh, because you will have to go to the I don't know I don't know how you can do this as efficiently as it would be done with the Microsoft Mixed Reality headset so. Uh, I just made a, a, a quick research and it confirmed that it's basically part of the strategy of laying off people and letting the VR uh, side uh, just disappear. Okay, so anything yes. more?
3: Oh, there was
2: one news about uh, we start to see uh, information that unreal would be compatible uh, soon with uh, the vision pro yep. and we saw that Disney and uh, unreal uh, start to get into business together so yeah I think something is coming that in that direction
0: yeah it's surprisingly uh, unity would with- is very silent about their partnership with uh, Apple Vision Pro. We could have yeah. thought that they they would be showcasing a lot of features uh, with the 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 availability availability of the the headsets. But yeah, there was no communication or whatever, uh, no tutorials, reviews or so. So uh, I get they are not using this great partnership as they should at this Mm. point. They could have got a lot of new users or yeah, got lots of traction. But yeah. Once again, communication with Unity, not so good,
3: Mm.
2: I guess. I guess if Unreal comes to the battle, uh, Mm. they will will have a war between them in terms of communication around it. Mm -mm. Yeah, make sure, sure. Who comes first?
0: Fabien, any
1: last words? I uh, know. Yeah, uh, I think we could uh, maybe do a complete podcast on uh, on the alliance between Epic games and, uh, and Disney. Uh, that's that was a, a really uh, uh, a really amazing news. I think for the future of uh, of uh, entertainment. Uh, online entertainment and persistent world and uh, and metaverse. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, yeah, really. Um, I also think that uh, Unreal Engine, which is already uh, very very popular, will just like keep going up. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I guess uh, this is, this is, this is it for today. Uh so see you guys next week for another episode of Lost in Immersion. See nice. you.